Warning, the No is a Sentence podcast contains explicit language and depicts graphic content containing sexual abuse and rape. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome by Ne is in Zine podcast. Ich bin Alexandria and that is Katie. I don't know Dutch for hello. Hi. It is? Hi. Hi. No. I just said our whole intro in Dutch. <gasps> that was so cool. Thank you. Look at you. I already introduced yourself. So I heard, I heard my name, so that yeah. is good. <laughs> Das good. All the Dutch listeners are like, okay, just shut up. Just stop. All right, can it? No, that and, sounded good to me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> anyway, what's up? Uh, you know, the usual, so. That's oh. true. And also not. Alex knows this, but you guys don't. Uh, so I got most of the way through with another case when I realized it wasn't going to work. And so. <laughs> yes. So then I came across this one, but there was a book out and I had to read it. So now we are recording on Sunday and the episode comes out Wednesday. We'll see how it goes. Woohoo! I'm sure we'll have it then. Yeah. So we'll have it by then. I'm sure. Yeah, I'll do my best to get it out Wednesday. And not only that, it's a two-parter. I'm pretty sure. (gasps) We haven't had one in a while. We haven't. And so I am really irritated with myself, but I had to do it. So it's all good. I'll try to get part two out on Friday or earlier. We'll do our best, lovely listeners. You'll get an episode at least for sure. Uh, Yeah. On Wednesday. Well, Um, we'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, we'll just play it by ear. It's fine. There's no pressure. No, absolutely none. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I couldn't resist because the book is written by Jack Mother Truckin' Olson. <gasps> oh my I'm god. I'm excited. I know. And this, I think, is one of the favorite books of his that I've read so far. Really? Out of all the ones? Yes. Like it Ooh. is it is bonkers and just I I love it. I'm so I don't mean this to sound bad, but I'm excited in a way to talk about it because yeah. it's, it's a very fascinating but no I get it I've had cases where I was very passionate to yes. talk about yes can I see the book yeah it's loud because it has the uh, cool sleeve that the library protected hold on that's a big book <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like 500 and something pages Katie's got tabs in this book y'all listen to this That doesn't sound, that didn't sound very good. Sorry. She's got tabs in here. I sure do. Okay. Can I read the title? Yeah, do it. You can read the entire thing on the front because I'm not hiding who it is. Plus everyone knows anyway because of the title. Oh. So. Okay. The Misbegotten Son 
a serial killer and his victims. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. A true story of, can I say it? Yeah. Arthur J. Shawcross. Yep. By Jack Olson. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this dude. Okay. So this is, this was so exciting for me. So not only do I have his sun sign, I have his moon and his rising. Dude. Wait, hold on. Before you get into it, let me crack open a cold one. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's a Coke. It's not beer. Yeah, it's a Coca-Cola. I'm not cool enough. Wait, before you get into it, we also have some <gasps> lovely people. That's right. Who reached out to us. Go ahead. Me? <laughs> yes. I don't have my I, phone on me. Oh, okay. So we had actually two people reach out to us. We're going to keep them anonymous. One asked specifically, the other we're not sure. The other one I forgot to ask, so we're going to keep you both anonymous. Yes. So basically, yeah, they just wrote into us. They were incredibly sweet. Yes, very sweet and just uplifting. It it honestly, Mm -hmm. like, made my entire week. I know. Every time I see a message request on our Instagram, I'm like, ugh. I was so nervous, dude. And then the length of it, I was like, oh, it's going to be bad. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, so. Yeah, thank you guys so much because the messages were so nice and it just gives us fuel to keep going. Mm -hmm. You know, when you don't hear anything or if you hear negative, you're just like, Mm -hmm. "Hmm, should I do this? So thank you guys so much. So we were very excited to hear that we're actually helping Yes. And like that's that was our main goal. So, yes. And the one who requested to remain anonymous, she mentioned that I should tell my story. Mhm. I don't know if that's something you guys are interested in, so let me know. Do you just want me to talk about it briefly or an episode? Right. Yeah, cuz I don't know. I don't mind talking about it. Maybe I can have my mom in on the episode maybe to talk <gasps> about it. Yeah. That would be really cool. Get a perspective. Yeah. From a parent's point of view. So, but Ooh. yeah, just let, let us know, guys, if you want to hear that or not. Or you can just tell me to fuck off. That's fine, too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so she did mention, you can cut this out, by the way. She did mention, she's like, I don't think Katie has mentioned any experience. Right. No, not like as bad as what we've covered i was like sexually harassed at my workplace it's Um, still pretty bad yeah especially because he was a boss and his yeah uh family member was the next boss up it was not great it wasn't great no (laughs) yeah so that's about as far as it goes for me well we did unveil something a couple weeks ago but i don't know if you wanted to talk about that or not so you can cut that out too about your roommate (gasps) that's right see Mm. i keep i keep trying to forget well and that's your place to talk about not mine that's why i was like huh yeah that's right because also like is common with a lot of the victims and survivors we talk about i did not see it that way at the time Mm -hmm. it was 100 percent sexual assault i can say that 
now. And obviously I still try to forget about it. But <laughs> yeah, Katie and I were just talking about something like a couple. What was it like a last weekend or something? Yeah. And that got brought up and I was like, Katie, yeah. that's sexual assault. She goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> it is. I know. And I feel so dumb because we have covered like cases similar to it. Not. You're not dumb. You yeah, just didn't ever consider it. That. I didn't. Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but I'm sorry. Not your bubble, but I hate to burst your <laughs> bubble, comma, but, but. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Katie has some experience as well, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. But yeah, just thank you guys for messaging us and emailing us. It was really, really kind of you. So thank you. Yes. And if anyone wants to share their story and we'll keep you anonymous. You can email us. And if you're comfortable with us reading it, we'll do that. Yep. Give you guys a platform to talk. So yeah. yeah. Or even like if you don't want it shared with anyone, just us, that's totally fine too. Oh yeah. Like if you just mm-hmm. want to put it out there. Yeah. We won't read it out loud. Right, you with, can do that too. Yeah. Without your express consent, we will not <laughs> do anything. Yep. So. Noah's a sentence podcast at gmail.com. Just put a disclaimer in there. Say, hey, don't fucking read this on air. Like, okay, we won't. Okay. Or fucking read this on air. Okay, we will. Okay, we will. Yes. All right. We'll do. Okay. Let's get started. I'm excited that it's a two-parter. Yeah, I... I just couldn't help it. I was looking at it and I was like, I can't, I can't. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Arthur uh, Shawcross, surprise, he also has three nicknames, like different ones. Am I supposed to know who he is? Is is this like a very... I don't think so. Okay. Not that I have heard of. I'm sure other people out there will be like, yeah, no shit. I don't know who he is. (laughs) Okay. So one of his nicknames, and I think it's the most common or well-known, is the Genesee River Killer. Oh, no. Yeah. The second is the Monster of the Rivers. Oh, no. And the third is the Rochester Strangler. Oh, no. Yeah. So there's a theme. (laughs) It involves rivers. Rivers. He's a fan of rivers. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, I've got his big three. So how the fuck did you get that? Because Jack Olson is a mother trucking amazing human being. <laughs> well, okay. So for lovely listeners who don't know, so in no one cares. In your zodiac <laughs> chart, you have your sun sign, which is like your main sign. Yeah, so like your, just your birthday, your month, and your the day. Right. So like Katie's a Sagittarius, and I'm a Scorpio. Okay, mm-hmm. that's your sun sign. Your moon sign is like your emotions, how you handle shit, okay? Mm-hmm. And then your rising, I believe that's either how people perceive you or what you put out. It's like a shield. That's what I believe. I and think so. yeah, and you can all find this out on Google if you know the city you were born and the time. Mm-hmm. The time is very important. Yeah, try to get the exact time. Yeah. That's a big deal. Like I heard within 2 hours or something. Yeah. So this is exciting. I know. I was so stoked. I read it and I was like, oh my God. Okay. Can't wait. 
So he was born June 6th, 1945. That makes him a Gemini. We're already at a red flag here. I know. And so he was born at 4.14 a.m. in Kittery, Maine. Oh. Oh, I was like, I have the time. I have the time. Wait, I want to take a guess. Okay. He's a Gemini's son. Uh Uh-huh. And I know nothing about him. Yeah. Do you want a hint? Yes. So they are all different elements. All different placements? Okay. Mm -hmm. So he's not like a double heir or anything like that. Yeah. Is there a fire? There is. Water? No. There's earth in his big three? Yeah. No fucking way. I know. I think you're going to be... An earth sign would never. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is it a Taurus... Is he a Taurus moon? Taurus rising. No. Well, that's how people perceive him. Yeah. So they probably think he's real chill. Yeah. This is really accurate, though, surprisingly. And he's a fire moon? Fire moon, dude. What are the fires? There's Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Is he a Sagittarius moon? No. Damn it. Is he a Leo moon? No. He's an Aries moon. Yes. So, yeah, Aries moon. Oh, God. (laughs) Which means he's got the moon sign of my husband's major zodiac, and he's got the rising sign of your fiance's major zodiac. Damn it. I don't have my phone because I would text my friend and you. Okay, I have a friend who does zodiac readings. She's great. I told her Katie's big three and she goes, oh, she's a mullet. (laughs) Yeah. Business in the front, party in the back. Anyway, I would love to text her these three to see what she would say. We should. I don't have my phone on me. Should I message her? You should. (laughs) I'll message her. I'm really curious. Like, hey, we're live. (laughs) We're live. We're live right now on the podcast. Do you have anything to say? Shout out to Grunge Witch on Instagram. Go follow her. She does readings and y'all should get one. I've had a past life reading and I've had a Zodiac chart reading and yo, she's awesome. She is amazeballs. I'm rambling as Katie's messaging. (laughs) If anyone is curious, my sun sign is a Scorpio and I'm a Cancer moon. Yes, I cry a lot. Constantly. My pillow is consistently wet it never dries and then my rising is a leo and yes i'm ashamed i'm embarrassed because leos like attention and i don't i don't like attention but okay so the message is sent yes now we wait we'll wait i'm confident that it will be whatever she says but okay probably okay we're one sentence in sorry about that we are okay okay So this guy, Arthur, I'm going to start out with a quote from him that he is from a handwritten account. Arthur's the bad guy. Okay. Yes. Arthur is the bad guy. Oh, God. (laughs) And this was written March 1990. Is it about rivers? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's very interesting. So I just, I just want everyone to keep this quote in mind, like the entire time we go through this. Okay. Oh, boy. It's kind of a long one, though, but. Okay. Okay. And I obviously got this from Jack Olson's book. Okay. Quote. 
there is too much torment bottled up inside of me, too much anger that needs to be rid of. I should be castrated or have an electrode placed in my head to stop my stupidness or whatever. I just, a lost soul looking for release of my madness. Please, God, let someone help me. End quote. Yikes. Yeah. He should be banished. Banished. <laughs> Banish him. Self aware. <laughs> we love a self aware king. Uh, a, he's a Taurus rising. I don't believe that. No. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> oh boy. Okay. So we're going to start out with a little 10 year old boy named mm. Jack Blake. Okay. So it's May 1972. Yeah. Your favorite. I know, but this makes up for it. It's fine. Because, I mean, obviously not what happens. It's just the psychology of it. Okay. We'll, we'll get into it anyway. Okay, so he's 10 years old. Uh, he lives with his mother, Mary, and his father, Pete, in Watertown, New York. So that's like just east of Lake Ontario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, geography. I bet other people know. I don't. Uh, So he's one of nine kids. Damn. I know. And he's like somewhere in the middle in age. Damn, they've been busy. Nine kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So he has a younger brother named Pete, named after their father. Cute. Yeah. So I'm going to call him Little Pete through this because... Because of the dad? Yeah. Okay. So Little Pete loved Jack, like called him his best friend. Oh. And so Jack actually saved little Pete from drowning in a river once. Oh. Yeah. And like this river was apparently very dangerous. Like he had had a a niece, I believe, drown in that same river. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. So like he saw his little brother go under and he went in and like pulled him out. Oh, good for him. I know. Uh, he also would take in like stray animals all the time, like birds. And, and at this time, he had a stray cat that he was taking care of. Is this us? I know. At that age? <laughs> He's so sweet. That's very sweet. And no wonder little Pete bonded with him, saved his life. I know. And Jack is like the sweetest kid because it really gets into it in the book. I couldn't do it. Because I knew it was coming. So honestly, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I didn't read a lot of it because it makes me sad. Damn, Katie. When, this this is her uh, Capricorn moon coming out. When something gets a little <laughs> too uncomfortable, she's like, and we stop right there before it gets worse. I, I honestly did. Because I can't, I can't do kids. So but yeah, he, he was just a, an awesome little boy. Okay. That's good. Glad um, to hear it. So, May 7th, 1972, Jack's mom, Mary Blake, got home from playing bingo just after 10 p.m. Hell yeah. Bingo! Uh, When she walks in, her daughter tells her that Jack has not come home. So this is an older sister of Jack's. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, so it's 10 at night, and this is very unlike him. He was always home when he was supposed to be, Mm -hmm. and he was scared of the dark, so, oh, I know it was so sad. Okay. So at this time, Big Pete, the father, was passed out drunk, which was very common for him. Well, 
That's okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty unfortunate. You so, do you, I guess. Yeah, it's a pretty common theme. Uh, so Mary ended up calling the police because, duh. Yeah. Uh, so they came to interview her, and as she's talking to them, she remembered this odd guy who had taken Jack and Little Pete fishing by the river. What? Yeah, so the boys had told her about it one day, like, a few weeks ago. And she was like, you cannot just go fishing with strange men. (laughs) Yeah, we just fished with this guy. No big deal. Yeah, and, like, Mary freaked out. She was like, no, you don't do that. I would have freaked out as well. Yeah. Also, I was thinking, like, in the 70s, I... I'm honestly surprised because I feel like mm-hmm. parents back then were like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I would have been like, you did what? <laughs> yeah, like, excuse me? When did I say that was okay? Yeah. Let's go fishing with a stranger. Yep. And so after the boys tell her about this, that guy shows up at their house asking to take the boys fishing And Mary basically told him to fuck off. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, no. No. Yeah. Ew, that means he knows where they live. Yeah, it was really shady. Like, she just was not cool with it. And so this happened not long before Jack's disappearance. So she told the cops about this. Uh, Now, she couldn't remember his last name, but her sons told her that his name was Art. Art is short for Arthur. Just oh my god, no anyone. way. I know. Surprise. Oh, damn it. Yeah, and he actually prefers to be called Art, so obviously we're going to call him Arthur. That's disgusting. Why would you be called that? Why, yeah, why would you want to go it's by Art? Art. Like, um, we're calling you Arthur then, you, I assume, piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to call you Arthur. Her sons also told her that he lived in the Cloverdale apartments that were nearby, like within walking distance. Oh, oh. I know. And he lives close? Oh, God. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so Mary Blake tells the cops all of this when they're interviewing her. Uh, So they then go over there to talk to him. So, like, they went in and asked, like, hey, do you have a guy named Art living here? And they pointed them to the right spot. God, Art. I know art. For some reason, I hate that the most so far. <laughs> I know. I want to be called by art. No. Art. No, thank you, sir. Uh, so the cops knock on his door and they're like, hey, uh, have you seen this kid, Jack Blake? And he was like, no, I haven't seen him since his mom told me to go fuck myself. So, And then the cops were like, all right, coolio. No. And they, <laughs> and they left. No, get back in there. He did. What the fuck? Cool. Thanks, man. We knew we would. You would tell the truth. Yeah, like we believe you. Your so, name's Art. I immediately trust you. You're a stand-up guy. What the fuck? Yeah. And so the cops obviously weren't all that worried about it. Like they just didn't give a shit. Honestly, this is ten-year-old. Yeah, their rationalization was kids were running away from home all the time because, like, I'll give it to them at the time. In the 70s, Watertown sounded kind of shitty. I'm not saying it is now, 
just re- there's like alcoholism, incest, poverty, Ooh, yeah. xenophobia. Also, I think there was a lot of hitchhikers back then too. And then yep. shit like this was happening all the time and people were like, yeah, you can't do that no more. Yeah. So I get it. But like he's 10. He's 10. And it absolutely was not like him at all. He did not ever talk about running away from home. He'd never done it before. It didn't make sense. I just don't like the, do you know who this kid is? No. Okay. Thanks for, do police have to have, what's it called? Probable cause. Yes. To like take someone in to interview, like question them or can they just do it? Uh, I think so they can ask someone to come in and answer questions and that person can decline mm-hmm. and then they can't do anything. I yeah. think. Yeah. Okay. Um, unless they do have probable cause and then. Okay. But yeah, just be like, cool. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. yeah like not even try until he tells you to go uh, away. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they did like the bare minimum and looked into Arthur. So they found out his full name and they also learned that he was on parole for arson and burglary. Arson and burglary. Wow. Yeah, that's fun. Good for him. Uh, So he had served two years in Attica and Auburn State Prisons for that. But apparently they still didn't do anything more. Looking into him. Jeez. Uh, so, so that's great. That's, I feel like, common back then, unfortunately, even yeah. now. So. Not great. Nope. Uh, so the locals did help search, and there were, like, articles in the paper and flyers and stuff, and Mary Blake was relentless. Like, she bugged the cops all the time. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. So she was really on it. Uh, Now, sadly, Jack would be missing for months before he was actually found. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. So now, Karen Hill. I'll talk about little Karen Hill. She was eight years old. I hate when you do this to me. (laughs) I'm sorry. I hate this. So she, she was eight years old on September 2nd, 1972. This is where Katie stopped reading and she just went to the next verse. I did. I was like, <laughs> goodbye. And this is another child. So again. Oh, man. You yeah. must have r- ran through this book so fast. It, it was bad. Skip, skip, skip. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. So if you want to read everything and cry, uh, get The Misbegotten Son. Great. Yeah. Okay. All right, so yeah, September 2nd, 1972, she is eight. Now this is four months after Jack Blake disappeared. Eight? Yeah, she's eight years old. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, So her mother, her baby sister, and her mother's boyfriend were going to visit the boyfriend's sister in Watertown okay. for Labor Day weekend. Uh, Now, Helene Hill, her mother was going to leave Karen at home with her sister Mm -hmm. and then Karen's two older brothers. But like Karen at the last minute was like, please take me mom. Like I'll be good. And Oh no. I just want to go with. So Helene agreed. Uh. Yeah. So took her to Watertown. Uh, So Karen rode in the back seat with her baby sister, Chrissy. And they were like playing and giggling the whole way. 
I'm not sure where they did actually live. It was just like, I don't know, a few hours away. So still in the yeah New York area. Oh, I keep forgetting this is in New York. I know it's weird. Yeah. New York. New York. So the day after arriving was Labor Day and Helene needed to wash her hair, which okay. is so 70s, I think. Yeah. Um, and so Karen asked if she could play outside and Helene was like, sure, but like, just stay in the yard. And Karen was like, all right. (sighs) After washing her hair, Helene comes out and finds Karen gone. Oh, I hate this. She gets the help of her boyfriend, Stan and Stan's sister to search the area for her, but there is no sign Uh, So then they called the police not long after that. Man, this is during the day. Yeah. Okay, so now this part is nuts. So Linda is Stan's sister. That's the boyfriend. Linda, yeah, okay. Yeah, so she is neighbors with Mary Blake, Jack Blake's mom. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah. Small town. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, So Linda asks Mary, she's like, hey, have you seen Karen? She's my brother's girlfriend's eight-year-old daughter. Yeah. And they're like, we can't find her. And Mary said she hadn't seen her. And Mary immediately started looking because she was like, oh, shit, it's happening again. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, So 9.30 that night. A local man heard police were searching for a blonde eight-year-old girl with bangs. And he had actually seen a child fitting that description climbing the rail of the Pearl Street Bridge. What? Climbing the rail? Yeah. I think, like, it sounded like to go over where there was, like, land to go down the slope to, like, the creek below. Okay. Huh. From what it sounded like to me. Weird. Yeah, so cops went out and searched the area, and then they ended up calling a detective when they found the body of Karen Hill in the creek. Mm. Yeah. So she was face down and covered with paving slabs that had been, like, thrown down there years before. I'm thinking, like, concrete. Oh, no. Yeah, so, like, obviously someone had put them there because... This will hide her. Right? Like, genius. Good job. Yeah. (laughs) No one's going to find her here. Yeah. Stupid. There was a reddish mark around her neck, bruises on her face. Oh, poor baby. I know. And she was naked from the waist down. Disgusting. Yeah. Tests later showed that she had been raped. And it's really horrific. I'm not going into details, so just be aware. Okay. If you read this book, there are details that haunt me still. Oh, God. So he, this person, sorry, was just horrible. He's pretty fucking sadistic, yeah. He's sick. Great. Yeah, it's terrible. Bruises on her cute little face. I know. Like, what the fuck? Ugh. A child. Yep, an eight-year-old little baby. So a Detective Kabinsky had heard about Arthur Shawcross because Mary Blake has been 
bugging everyone. She's like, mm-hmm. like she really has the theory that Arthur took her son. And so Kabinsky was like thinking about it. So he looked at the report that had been made from the eyewitness. Mm-hmm. He had seen a newer like white and brown bicycle by the bridge during the time oh. that Karen was seen there. Interesting. Um, yeah, so he'd been kind of looking at Arthur Shawcross since Jack Blake went missing. Mm-hmm. And he knew that Arthur had gotten a new bike that happened to be white and brown. This is interesting. So I think this is the first time we covered where someone doesn't drive. He's yes. on a bicycle. Yeah, so through this entire like first section, he bikes everywhere. Like he hates to drive. I kind of hate that more because it's like personal. It's really weird. And I think it kind of looks, makes him look more innocent. Uh, uh. I I think he would like tuck in his pant legs and his socks, you know, like so they wouldn't get (laughs) caught on this, folks. What a nerd. (laughs) What a dweeb. I know. He's such a. And he's just like, hey, kids. Hey, guys. Yeah. And like he always had fishing poles and a basket on the back. So. Like, his thing was fishing. It's weird. Like yeah, he, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, Just something about him showing up at someone's house. Yeah. Not in a car and just being like, can Jack come out and play and fish? Yeah. Can Jack come out and fish? No, fuck off. Oh, okay, I'll just get on my bike then. Yeah, I'm like pedaling yeah. away. Yeah. yeah this, I don't like that. I think because with a car, it's like there's a barrier at least. Yeah. You know? With a bicycle, not... uh, I don't like it. Yeah, it's really weird. So, Detective Kabinsky was like, well, that's weird. And so... (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, Arthur was actually brought in for questioning, surprisingly. Great. Now, during this, he was very cooperative, and he ran them through what he had done that day. It's the Taurus part of him. I know. He... Yeah, he is a really good about appearing calm and collected. Uh-huh. Like until he isn't. Because like a lot of people just thought he was like a normal, kind of goofy guy. So it, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, Oh yeah, I did this and then I went here at this time. And so throughout they made him repeat the story. That's what cops do. Yeah. And so, like, details would change occasionally, but it was not enough to arrest him. Probably, like, small things. Yeah. yeah. Like, just little tiny things. Like, oh, Mm. he bought this instead of this. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Another eyewitness had come forward, and they said they saw a man matching Arthur's description on the bridge around the same time Karen went missing. What the fuck? Yeah, so they, like, heard about this. was like, oh, shit, I saw this dude, like, this tall dude. They described the clothing, and it matched Arthur's. But still, that was not enough. I'm just thinking of how he lured these kids on a bicycle. Yeah. He had to have been really friendly with them. Yeah, so at least with Jack and little Pete, their dad was not a good father so he yeah was drunk a lot of the time he would break his promises and so arthur comes in and is like oh hey do you guys want to go fishing and he was really nice to them and 
Yeah. So it makes me wonder what he like, I don't know, like, would he be like, you want to take a ride on my bicycle and put them in the front and then just ride? Or would they I... walk next to him on the bicycle? That's what I'm wondering oh, is it. how he did that. Yeah. At least with the boys, he would just, like, they would just walk beside him, and he'd either, like, push his bike or... Oh, I hate yeah. this. I hate this. Okay. I know. It's so weird. Yeah, so it's, like, seriously pointing to Arthur, but it's just circumstantial. And yeah, there's they, nothing to back it up. Yeah, they can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, So now the next morning, you're going to love this part. Great. <laughs> the next morning... I don't believe you. <laughs> A purebred bloodhound named Corporal of Redstone. Dude. It's a doge. Corporal. <laughs> Redstone? Corporal of Redstone. That is cool. I know. I kind of just want to call him Red for this. Katie hates bloodhounds, by the way. I think they're weird, but this one, okay, he's a good boy, okay? He's, he's the, a good doggo. Yeah, he's the goodest <clears throat> boy, so it's fine. I'm just kidding. She doesn't. I just think they, it's fine. Whatever. I like them. <laughs> I love all animals and I'll leave it at that. Some I enjoy being in the presence of more. Okay. Cats. Yes. Co- what was it again? What of Redstone? <laughs> Corporal of Redstone. That's a fucking dog name. Dude. Yeah. I mean, he belongs to like the state troopers. So Corporal I guess. Corporal of they, Redstone. Yeah, I guess they got carried away. Can you imagine that know. dog tag? They had to, yeah. like, use really Dude. small font to yeah. fit it on there. Or be like a gigantic-ass tag. Yeah. That's Something. Love, I love that. You're right. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so they had actually, the police in Watertown had called the state troopers and was like, hey, can you bring a dog here? And Redstone? Help us search? Yeah, Corporal Redstone. Bring us the Redstone. <laughs> and so they were actually 70 miles south, like, at... One of those, like, showing the dog off or whatever the Oh, fuck. yeah. And so then they immediately headed up to Watertown to help. Uh, so they started Corporal of Redstone with... <laughs> they started Red. <laughs> Code Red. Code Red. Corp Red. So they started him where the bike had been parked on the bridge because they are having trouble saying for certain it was Arthur's bike. So, okay. I think if they could prove it was his at that time, right. that would be enough. Yeah, cuz it's not like there's a plate on there or yeah. anything. Yeah, and it's like an eyewitness that was like, "Yeah, I think I saw." <gasps> she <Jesus>. sent it. <gasps> okay, Grunge. Grunge witch on Instagram. What did she say? <clears throat> Wait, this is my drum roll ready. Okay, so she says, oh, that's an interesting combo. That's literally the first three signs of the Zodiac. (gasps) Really? That's so weird. Oh, yeah, it is. Just out of order. Yeah. Yeah, Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. That's so weird. Uh, Cunning, brave, smart, but seems so laid back that nobody would ever think twice that they could do something wrong. Oh. And if they were questioned... They could probably con and talk their way out of it. This is pretty spot on. Interesting. Okay. That is so nuts. I'm going to respond to her real quick. Okay. 
That's so interesting. Would you say that's accurate for what you know about this case? Yes. I wish we could know all their big three, like the people we cover. She could be a side part of our podcast. We can be like, okay, (gasps) Grunge, what do you think of this person? That would be nuts. Yeah. That'd be so cool. I have a bit of an unfair advantage because I can be like, yeah, that's him. So everyone just keep that in mind. Like, So he's smart. What was it? Smart. Yeah. And he seems so laid back that no one. And he could talk his way out of things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, generally serial killers or rapists and whatever can be pretty smart. Yeah, that's true. And to be fair, I didn't tell her anything i didn't tell her his name i didn't tell her yeah. uh that he was a serial killer i was like these right. are his big three sky math yeah sky math oh that was nuts okay okay Ooh. okay so let's see where were we oh yeah corporal of redstone <laughs> is on the bridge <laughs> yeah we're still there <laughs> we are still there yeah, so the dog gets, like, his scent, and then he takes off. And so the handlers are following him. And he, like, literally leads the police to Arthur's front door. Dude. To the fucking door. That's crazy. And they were like, all right. Isn't that crazy how that dogs can do that? Yeah. And that your smell can linger around for that long? Yeah, it's nuts, man. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I so good boy. Corporal good of Redstone. Boy. I mean, he's probably not with us any longer. He's eternal. He lives forever. He's with us. Stop making me sad. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so the police at that moment were like, okay, we have the right guy. So they brought him in for questioning. Awesome. So at this point, like, it's not enough to arrest and charge him yet. Right. But they do bring him in. Uh, so they were questioning him for hours. Like, like, come on, Arthur. Like, you got to tell us something. Come on, have... man. You wouldn't do this. Yeah. Like, we've got all this stuff. Like, come on. Yeah. It'll, it'll make you feel a lot better. Right. If you get it off your chest. Arthur was like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Until eventually he just, like, gets quiet. And he was like, well... I must have done it. What? A kind of confession. I must have. I must have done it. But he said he didn't actually recall raping and killing Karen Hill. So he's not taking responsibility. Interesting. Yeah, not really. He's like, well, if you said so, I guess I must have done it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So now the eyewitnesses that had seen him because it was like a a group of like teenage oh wow yeah so uh so they actually picked him out of the lineup they were like yeah he's the guy we saw on the bridge there you go police at this time were like all right we're we're gonna go for it we're gonna see if we can get him to like do a real actual confession Mm -hmm. so now at this point they were pretty sure he was responsible for jack blake so Kabinsky tried to get him to confess to Jack as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, look, you know, we can help you out if you confess to both. And so Arthur, like, kept his cool throughout the whole thing. And he was like, 
yeah, yeah, we might do something, but let me let me sleep on it. Let me think about it. Oh, my God. Yep. And so the next day, Kabinsky was like, all right, Arthur, I need your help. Let's see if we can work something out. And he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to help you. I just need more time. <laughs> I hate how chill he sounds. He's like, yeah, we can. It's like a fucking business deal. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Like he just holds a conversation like, yeah, all right, I'll help you. But not right now. Hate this. Yeah. And so Kabinsky was getting irritated, but he was also becoming obsessed. So he uh, had a theory about where Jack's body, because we're assuming he's no longer alive. Yeah. Based on where uh, Karen Hill's body was found, based on where Arthur had been known to hang out, Detective Kabinsky thought he knew generally where Jack's body could be found. Okay. He thought it would be like all in a straight line. Hmm. But he wanted Arthur to lead them to Jack's body because then that would be like bulletproof. Like yeah. Ironclad. So he goes to a superior and is like, look, I have this theory, but I want to see if we can get Arthur to lead us to his body. Mm-hmm. Now, like an asshole, his superior went ahead and searched the area that Kabinsky predicted. <laughs> Why? Oh, it's so frustrating. He was like, I've got Mary Blake on my ass and like people are still hounding us about Jack Blake and blah, blah, blah. And now we've got Karen Hill. He's Damn it, dude. Yeah, he was stupid. So he ordered a search and on September 6th, Jack's body was found exactly where Kabinsky predicted. Oh. Yeah. And so this was just a few days after Karen's murder. So this is all happening like within days. Are you going to get into where they found the body? It's not anywhere like super special, but. I was just going to ask if it was close to Karen's I mean like body. fairly close. Like it's all within like Watertown and it's yeah. borders. Okay. And yeah. So it's not like super stupid far away. Uh, So now Jack Blake had been raped. The cause of death was strangulation or asphyxiation. They weren't sure, like positive, exactly which one because of decomposition. Oh, my God. Yeah. So although they have the body, like there's not enough to charge Arthur with Jack's murder. Right. So Kabinsky's pissed rightfully so yeah so arthur was charged with karen's murder and nothing to do with jack blake that sucks yeah it really sucks and it's really frustrating because it's like we know he did it yeah like that's the worst part like yeah positive okay so it didn't take long for a plea deal to be offered to arthur oh oh no i know this sucks so bad i hate it i keep forgetting there's a part two i know i'm like okay great that's it (laughs) yeah i know it's nuts and part two is where it gets like what the fuck for the psychology shit oh my god Ooh, okay i'm so excited for part two oh okay yeah so the plea deal arthur pled guilty to first degree manslaughter for the deaths of Karen Hill and Jack Blake. And that's all he would get. Just 
first degree manslaughter. Is there okay? It's gonna be a stupid question. Is there a difference between first degree manslaughter and first degree murder? I just know manslaughter is like an action that caused a death or something like that. Yeah, like you didn't necessarily mean mean to. to. Oh, I didn't mean to. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Though. I meant to rape them, not kill them. Ew. Yeah. So first degree manslaughter is a type of crime where someone unlawfully kills another person without planning to do so beforehand. Oh, so it's just like murdering someone without premeditation. Yeah, I think so. So it's like you walk up to someone and it's just like, we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's so dumb. I hate that. Yeah, it's really frustrating. And the way it's like lump them together, it's so shitty. I hate it. And especially because it's two children. Yeah. Eight and ten. What the fuck? So now with this plea bargain, Arthur did admit to killing Jack. Oh, okay. I hate giving the like murderer rapist version of stories, but this is a very common theme with him. Okay. That's going to come up later. Uh, So his story was Jack would not leave Arthur alone, kept wanting to go fishing, and and Arthur was like, no, get out of here, kid, because your mom said no. Again, not taking responsibility, but go on. Yeah, not at all. And so Arthur, in irritation, like slapped Jack across the face, super fun, and Jack fell and hit a tree with his head. And died instantly. I don't believe that. Yeah, it's bullshit. I do believe he slapped him. Yeah, I'm 100% sure he hit him in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is obviously bullshit because, like, Jack had been stripped naked. So, like, why would you do that <sighs> to someone that died accidentally? They also had testing done that showed he had been raped. And also, his cause of death was either strangulation or asphyxiation. I just don't understand. Yeah, but I mean, they didn't care to push him on it. They were like, whatever, sure. That's what happened. Yeah, it's great. Like, making... Fantastic. Trying to make it Jack's fault it happened in a way. Like, fuck you. And even, let's just say, Jack was annoying. Let's just just go with that. Jack was annoying. Okay. You still shouldn't have slapped him. For sure. So you you're still in the wrong, and dude. And then don't take his clothes off. And, <laughs> and don't rape do him. other things. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Or murder. Oh, stupid. It, yeah, but the cops were like, eh, whatever, good enough. Because he pled guilty. <laughs> okay, we'll take it. Yeah, they're like, eh, it's not worth our time. Good work, boys. We got him. Jeez. Um, So with the plea bargain, he was sentenced to an indeterminate sentence with a maximum of 25 years. So that means zero to 25 years. So he can get out at any time between... Yeah. Honestly, I thought you were going to say 25 minutes, and I was going to be like, that's new. What? Yeah, but 25 years maximum. That is non-negotiable. At 25 years, he's out. So that's not enough. I know. That's not. That's barely over the kids' age combined. Mm. Barely. Yeah, because their combined age would be 18. 
Yes, good job, Katie. Yeah, I can do math, you guys. 10 plus 8. Wait, 25. hold on. 25. Let me just double check. 10, 11, 12, 13. 14. Oh I'm my God, this is embarrassing. I'm just kidding. You know, I used to count on, I used to, I still do. I would count on my fingers when I was younger. Yeah. Like I would do this. And my brother would be like, quit counting on your fingers. And I'm like, why? He goes, it's embarrassing me. And also, <laughs> you're going to need to know how to count in your head because you're not going to have a calculator on you. Well, who's laughing now? Guess what, bitch? Yep. Bitch, guess I, what? Yeah, I've got a calculator right here. So Dude, I'll it. walk into the fucking grocery store with that bitch out. Like, I don't give a shit. Just adding shit up. Seriously, that's I don't what care. I do. Fuck it. Yeah. Math doesn't matter. People so. who can do it in their head are geniuses. I just want to say that. Wish and, I could do that. Yeah. And a little bit of a show off. You know it. <laughs> it's okay. They're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I like yeah, to show I'm off. Kind too. of good at math. It's fine. Be proud of yourself. The limit cool. doesn't exist. The limit does not exist. Okay. Yeah. Twenty-five so. years. That's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, so he was sent to Attica, uh, the state penitentiary. Okay. Uh, that's 36 miles southwest of Rochester, New wow. York. So he was evaluated by psychiatrists many times over the years. Ooh. Like a shitload of times. They were like, you're a Gemini. <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. Just kidding. Close the books. <laughs> you're fine, Geminis. My brother was Gemini. It's fine. So now he had multiple diagnoses over the years, and they included dangerous schizophrenic pedophile with intermittent explosive personality depression intellectual deficiency and sociopathy kind of schizophrenic pedophile yeah never heard of that i know just keep in mind this was back in the 70s and we know that people with schizophrenia are not violent like yeah, but the fact that it's happened so often back then that they had to put a title on schizophrenic yeah. pedophile is like, what? Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, and then the intermittent explosive personality. So he was really calm and collected until, like, something would set him off. And then he just, like, snapped. And he Ooh. was instantly in a rage. And he had been known to, like, destroy things. That's scary. It would get bad. That's so scary. Yeah. So a few psychiatrists were like, he's kind of a sociopath, but none of them were willing to be like 100% he's a sociopath. I wonder why that is. He did show remorse at times that like was genuine. Okay. Um, yeah. So like a lot of professionals were like, yeah, he was telling the truth. And he also stated multiple times in interviews that something was wrong with him and like he was different and he's he needed, self-aware. Yeah. And sociopaths would never admit that something was wrong with them. Okay. Psychopath and sociopath. I know one cares, but they can't yeah. help themselves and one doesn't give a shit. They're like, yeah, I know it's bad, but I don't care. I looked up the difference and I already forgot. Um, <laughs> I think psychopath is the one that has no feeling. They're like, I don't care. I don't remember who I was talking to about it, but they were like, is it normal to not have feelings about anything? And I was like, yeah. 
And they're like, well, I feel bad. I feel bad for not having feelings. And I was like, well, you could be a psychopath. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. Like, you right. can be a psychopath and not be a murderer. Like, for sure. Yeah. So I was like, you could be a psychopath. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean you're going to be a killer. Yeah. Yeah. There are a bunch of psychopaths out there that don't kill, don't rape. It's, yeah. They just yeah. don't feel anything. And I feel bad for those people. I'm like, because yeah. they want to relate. They just can't. They're yeah. like, oh, that sucks. Yep, like that. Yeah, it's yeah. a bummer. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, psychopaths tend to lack emotion or empathy or anything. Yeah. Sociopaths have emotional outbursts. They can make, like, attachments, and, like, they're very selfish. And Yeah. So both yeah. know right from wrong. It's just that one doesn't care and the other one does. Yeah. But they can't help it. Right. Um, yeah, so because he's self-aware, they're like, well, that's not very sociopathic. And he obviously has feelings because he can experience anger. Yeah, that's complicated. Yeah, so they're pretty puzzled. Interesting. Um, Maybe yeah. uh, it has to do with, let's read this paper again. <laughs> His uh, moon Aries, which are the biggest babies of the Zodiac. That's what our yeah. friend Grunge Witch told me. Our Aries are the mm-hmm. biggest babies. Which is true. Sasha, I love you, but oh my God. Oh my God. Y'all act, like to act like you're not, but <sighs> if you take offense more than I do, yeah, you're a baby. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you're a cancer moon. Okay. Yep. Sure am. Proud of it. Oh my gosh. Katie's like, I'm not. I'm not. But that's interesting. So he has mm-hmm. feelings and he's self-aware. Mm-hmm. Very strange. I know. What could it be? He's lying. Uh, well, no, they have certain tests to see past that. Yeah. And he, I, I don't think even a sociopath wouldn't even think to lie to say something was wrong with them. Like, you think their <laughs> ego would be like, no, I'm not going to say that. I don't care what yeah. the repercussions are. Right. Perfect. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is puzzling. Yeah, it's really interesting. Right, so not too long after arriving in Attica, other inmates found out what his crimes were. Uh Uh-oh. And I guess what they say is true, that, like, child rapists and killers are at the bottom of the food chain. Oh, shit, what happened? Yeah, so he, like, Got the shit beat out of him, and he was harassed and shit. So they ended up moving him to Greenhaven, which is another maximum security correctional facility still in New York. Dude, what does that tell you? Like, yeah, don't let them know you're a pedophile, because uh-huh. even murderers are like that's disgusting yeah they're like that is fucked up yeah i've killed 30 men but you are a fucking disgrace (laughs) i've killed a man with these hands but you are (laughs) gross yeah like no man get the fuck out of here you're trash i beat the shit out of my wife but you are disgusting right seriously like uh. yep so yeah he was moved to greenhaven so even like while he was there he was still kept away from general population because again, some of the inmates found out what he had done. I wonder how they find out. Does someone just like? I I don't know. They tell everybody. I don't know. Maybe a guard. Like, yeah. I have no idea. And so at Greenhaven, there were some men there that were 
there for life. Like they were never getting out no matter what. And so like they wouldn't think twice about just killing Arthur. They're like, what are they going to do? Right. It's not like they're going to get out for good behavior or anything. It's like, fuck it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So they kept him separated from everyone else. Damn. Um, And so a few years into a sentence, he started taking classes. So he got his GED. He was certified in carpentry. He worked as a cook and a gardener and a clerk and a handyman. I mean, what else are you going to (laughs) do? I know. He's like, I did all this cool stuff. And also, so this job, I'm like, why would you teach that to a criminal? He worked as a locksmith. Yeah, why would you? That seems not smart, but okay, whatever. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good for him. So while he was there, the guards thought of him as mental. Like, he was just kind of a weird dude. So every time I hear that word, I think of the British when they're like, that's mental. It's mental. I know. I think of like Harry Potter. Are you mental? Yeah, Um, exactly. Oh, no. Not me. Not Hermione. You. You knew immediately when you mentioned Harry Potter. That was going to. I saw it on your face. You're like, I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't have done that. You. You. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, yeah, he was just weird. Um. So he was excitable one minute and then like depressed the next. Uh, I mean, not that that's weird, but (laughs) that's me. (laughs) Oh, I also have a quote from his mom because we love when bipolar, maybe surprisingly, he was never diagnosed with that Hmm. because I was wondering that, too. But finding out what I found out later. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Okay, so I have a quote from Arthur's mom. Quote, the truth was that Artie was a weird little bastard from from the time he learned to walk. End quote. Sorry, the bastard got me. Sorry. Yeah, it got me to a weird little bastard. Dude, one thing... If I can take anything away from this podcast whenever we're finished doing it, is these fucking quotes that we come across sometimes. Weird little bastard. I know. They're really the best sometimes. Oh, my God. That sounds like something an Irish person. Weird little bastard. Little bastard. That's hilarious. I Uh, love it. Yeah. Like, brutal, mom. Okay. God, mom. Jeez. Okay. Uh, So when Arthur was seven, his school principal said he was unreliable in his actions. Uh, So basically, like, what he was trying to get at was, like, like, you just never knew what he was going to do. Just kind of just a wild card. So he would make (laughs) weird noises. Um, (laughs) He he broke a classmate's glasses. Dude. He... He put gunpowder on his desk and heated it by refracting sunlight through a magnifying glass. Interesting. Um, he <laughs> Does he have ADHD then? <laughs> like, he's just all over the place. That is one of the diagnoses that he received throughout the years, yeah. D- okay. Um, he also trained his hamster to bite ankles and then return... <laughs> Then return to him on command. <laughs> That's impressive. 
You trained a hamster? <laughs> get him, giggles. Get his ankles. Get him, get him. And he's Return. just like, you just see this little face going. <laughs> this little hamster has got like food in his Come cheeks. back. Return, giggles. <laughs> That's impressive. I mean, yeah. And you should train my dogs to do that. <laughs> seriously. You could just go nip some ankles and then return. What the fuck? There's one more that... Uh-oh. I'm g- <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I can't tell get- if it's funny or... It's funny. Okay. And I don't know what it means. So, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, he also bragged that he could... Fuck. That he could throw his farts like... <laughs> Like a ventriloquist. His farts. Does it like one of the- <laughs> What does that even mean? I don't know. It's like it's like word vomit. That's all it is. I know. I was like, Jack, is this like, did you mean to type this in your book? I don't know what this means. <laughs> you know how sometimes when you and I will fart, in each other's direction and like try to waft, waft it. it. Yeah. yeah. Is that what he means? Like I don't know, but then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. Hey Katie. What? <laughs> <laughs> but then I don't know what the ventriloquist part is. This is this is the oh, ventriloquist the, part. The arm movement. Yes, the arm movement. Oh my god. <laughs> That's <laughs> I, yeah, so obviously you never knew what the hell he was going to do. So, I mean, (laughs) he's an Aries, dude. Oh my God. Yeah, that's for sure. I can definitely see the Aries in this. (laughs) Oh my God. Weird little bastard. He's a weird little bastard. Uh, Yeah, so speaking of his mom, uh, he definitely had mommy issues. I do want to say, though, I don't think... It was because of her. So, like, there were no beatings. There was no alcoholism. It's uh, because of him. Yeah. Like, it's his fault that he has a mom. Yeah. Like, his other siblings were like, no, it was fine. Like, our mom's fine. And it, and I know we hear that all the time, but I... Genuinely. I yeah, I don't think she abused him. So... Because he was just so weird. She was just like, I don't know... Yeah. What to do. Yeah, like, I, you're a weird little bastard. <laughs> like me with Miko. I don't know what to do with you. Yeah. So maybe he's going to turn out to be like Arthur. No, I'm kidding. <sighs> I won't let it happen. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so he was intimidated by his mother. No. He loved and hated her in equal measure. Well, who hasn't? Am I right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mom, I love you. Um, so he also thought that she was too harsh on his dad. And he also resented his dad for, like, taking it, I guess. Weird. Yeah, so, like, long story. His dad had met some a woman in Australia before he married Arthur's mother. So, okay, like, before all this. Now, this woman claimed that they had a son together. She wrote him a letter years later. Uh, now, oh. Betty, I think, is Arthur's mom's name. Betty saw the letter, and she was, like, <sighs> livid, and she was oh, pissed. Oh, no. 
Yeah. So like according to Arthur, she was just really terrible to his father since then. Hmm. Do you know how old he was when that happened? Um, Like still in his childhood. So um, hmm. yeah, like young enough for it to kind of mess with him. Yeah. I'm just surprised a child would see that and being like, you're being a little harsh to dad. Yeah, like, you're being mean to dad. And yeah. then be like, dad, why don't you stand up to her? Jeez. Yeah, you pussy. <laughs> yeah, but as far as anyone could tell, there was, there was no abuse. So I don't know. Okay. Now, he did end up wetting the bed into his mid-teens. That's a sign of abuse. Yeah, I mean, he also enjoyed abusing animals and... No! Yeah. Go back to the training the gerbil or the hamster or whatever the fuck. Right, I know, except apparently his hamster that he, he didn't <laughs> kill. Oh my god, Oh, yeah. Like, it was, it's bad, so he liked to see how long it took animals to die. Stop, Katie. I know, I'm not going to go into details. I, I'm not even kidding. There's two paragraphs I skipped because I read a few things. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. It's horrific. So read with caution this book. Yeah, read with caution. Yeah, what, I don't want to know the, that stuff. Nope, nope. I saw one thing and I was like, I'm, I know, I don't want to do that. No. Does yeah. it go into like how he would... I think so. No. I'll be honest. I didn't read it word for word, but it was like two big paragraphs. So that's fun. Um, Thank you for not revealing details. I could not. You're welcome. Yeah, Yeah. I I couldn't. No. Not fun. And also, so like with the animal abuse, like everyone knew about it. He didn't try to hide it. He would like make it obvious. Oh, no. With what he was doing. And and people were just like, hmm. Yeah, they were like, whatever, that's fine. It's He's being weird. Wait, I'll ask one thing. Was it to his own animals or other people's? I think other people's. Again, I didn't read it Aww. super in depth. Yeah, I think other people's were wild because I read, Aww. yeah, something. I mean, it could have been a pet or it could have been wild. Oh, yeah. And just one little weird thing that we love to hear about. He also enjoyed being a peeping Tom. So. Oh, no. You gotta gotta get on that shit. No. Nope. I know. It's like all these red flags and no one's doing anything. But like, that's a warning sign. Like, I swear to God, everyone knows about like the triad for serial killers. It's like the arson, yeah. uh, wetting the bed, animal abuse. Yeah. But like, no one gives a fuck about peeping Tom. Like, that's a lead up to sexual assault no one cares yeah oh it's so annoying yeah it's yeah so don't feel like oh i'm gonna bother them don't like you see something Mm -hmm. tell the police yep because probably already they've probably keeping an eye on that person anyway yeah so along with being a peeping tom arthur enjoyed playing with kids while he was an adult uh so he would like Wrestle with them, play tag. Ew. Yeah, super weird. If it's not your own kid, ew. Yeah, it's really creepy. And so then there were times he would just like snap when he's playing with them. So there was one time he shoved grass down a kid's pants. Oh, that's not okay. No, and then another time, like if I if I chuckle, it's because I'm uncomfortable, not because it's funny. Like, another time he threw a child into, like, a barrel. What? 
it's just like where did the barrel come from <laughs> who knows man what the, the 70s. fuck that's just ew. like yeah so like something would set him off and then he'd do something weird and shitty and this just, is get it giving me joker vibes i don't like it yeah it's it's so weird just Ugh. the whole being happy one minute and the next he would just snap yeah it's very strange uh, scary yeah Uh, So, through his years in prison, he had multiple parole hearings, but all of them were denied. Okay. Uh, That is up until April 28th, 1987. That's 14 years and six months into a sentence. Not even 25? No. During prior parole hearings, he was determined to be antisocial with a personality disorder And he was considered dangerous. But at this time, prisons were overcrowded and understaffed. Nope. Keep him there. No. And so that was like a major factor in giving him parole. Now, while he was in prison, he'd corresponded with a woman named Rose. And he started seeing her romantically when he got out. Ew. I know. Like, how sweet. Does she know? Yeah. Disgusting. I know. How Um, can you... How can you? I don't know, man. Knowing what he did. How can you? It's nuts. And so, Rose is going to be here till the end. So, just keep that in mind. So, fuck. Uh, Now, they live together in... Binghamton, Binghamton, I don't fucking know, in New York, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, when he got out of prison. But when the community learned what he had done, the both of them were run out of town. They banished him. They banished him. So he and Rose went to Delhi, New York, and tried to start (laughs) over there. Again, the community learned what he had done, and they were both forced to leave. This happened another time. And Damn. I know it was nuts. And so the parole officer that was trying to help him like get onto his feet was like getting so frustrated. And so after being run out of these communities, it was then that they decided to head to Rochester, New York. And mm. this is where they would stay. And that's also the end of part one. Sure. Wow. Yeah, so if you remember, one of his nicknames was the Rochester Strangler. Just to keep that in mind. Okay. So we've got new character. (laughs) A new character, Rose. What is she going to do? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for that. And I can't wait for part two. I'll try to get it out as soon as possible. So Okay, so if... Part two isn't out this week. It'll be up next week for sure. Yes, because, yeah, I'm sorry. Sunday and it's coming out. This shit happens. It's all good. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. The listeners understand, I hope. Yes. They're like, don't speak for us. Don't speak for us. You suck. Okay. Okay, Well, we'll see you guys in part two. Also, if people are binging this, then it's not going to matter. They'll still That's be able true. to listen to it. Which I think, I think most people are doing. There's going to be a few that are like, what the fuck? But yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Okay. So we're going to take a little break and then record again. Just All right. You. See you guys in part two. Bye. 
Uh Thank you so much for listening to Know is a Sentence podcast. If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter or Instagram, you can follow it at N-I-A-S podcast. And if you have stories, questions, comments, you can email us at knowisasentencepodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to follow Alex on Instagram, you can find her at I guess Alexandria. Her Twitter handle is at I guess Alex90. You can find me, Katie, on Instagram at Queen of Cats90 and Twitter at QCats90. Thanks, bye!